Welcome to Becoming Unique, episode 34. Welcome. Well, my name is Unique, and this is the Becoming Unique podcast, a lifestyle podcast with a focus around wellness and so much more. At the top of season two, which is the season that we are in of this podcast, I talked about how I strongly feel that we are in a season of healing and that a lot of like healing episodes have been channeling through. And yeah, I just feel like this season has just been chock full of a lot of like healing, (laughs) mindful episodes. And today we are going to add another healing episode (laughs) to the rest of them. Today, we are going to be talking about the solar plexus chakra. In my first episode of season two, the episode was about healing through energy. And my amazing guest, Tiffany, really (laughs) gave us a thorough understanding about energy and healing and, and so much more. And she opened up the conversation around chakras because chakras have to deal with energy. So, you know, that episode was just so well received that I was like, oh, we don't have to dig deeper into these chakras and really get the, you know, to understand and learn and about these chakras a little bit more. So I... I guess I'm starting a series of um, the chakras. So I had an episode um, maybe a month or so ago with another amazing guest, Lavine Gass, and she schooled us on the root and sacral chakra. And um, there are seven chakras in total. So we are now up to the third chakra. And today is the, we're going to be talking about the solar plexus chakra. And once you start to understand the chakra system, you will understand why this is a healing <laughs> episode. Because when your chakras are unbalanced, you, you, you want to work with some healing, <laughs> understanding how to heal, how to work with it and so on. This is a chock full episode and I definitely highly suggest that you listen to this episode in its entirety. There's information, you know, going from the beginning to the end. And I know sometimes you may think you know what's going to happen or talk about, but you just never know what little, you know, bits of information may come through. So listen to this episode in its entirety and um yeah let, let's keep the healing going receiving all this amazing information with all these amazing women that have been on this podcast oh my goodness um yeah 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 this let me get into today's episode because it's so chock full let's go Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, we are going to get back into those chakras again. And I have an amazing guest to help help school us today. I have a beautiful guest by the name of Treviana. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so happy to have you. So before we get into the chakras and specifically the um, the solar plexus today, I want you to tell the audience who 
Treviana is? Man, um, I'm gonna be honest. You know, I started thinking about this question even a few months ago when I was asked before. And I remember like wanting to rehearse and practice and get the, the answer just right. And just last night when I was kind of just thinking about what, you know, if this question was going to be asked or not, or, you know, how I would answer it, I didn't want to practice. And so I just wanted to, you know, have my authentic voice and speak truly to who I am. And so really excited to be here. I am the owner, creator, and visionary of Luxo Soap Bar, um, originally from New York City. Uh, migrated to Atlanta maybe about 10 or 12 years ago. I just realized it's been over 10 years just the other day, which is crazy for me, but um, now reside in Atlanta, but definitely Brooklyn bred. Um, you know, bonus mom, sister, friend, uh, business owner, serial entrepreneur, just yeah, just a just a woman that is here to contribute to the the greater good, girl. Just the greater good, and to add value. And so yeah, just yeah, that's who I am. Yes, <laughs> I love that a woman that's here to contribute to the greater good. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank that's you. that is beautiful. Oh my goodness. So I guess let's get started into the chakra business. So. Can you give us a brief definition of what the chakras are? I know we talked about it on a couple of episodes, but we may have some newcomers here and so on. So for someone that completely is clueless to chakras, let them know what it is and for, and also I want to just hear what your definition is to it as well. Yeah. So I, I, I love that question. Thank you. Because I, I know that chakras are sometimes overcomplicated and I want to undercomplicate it because it's really, um, at least in my opinion, I feel like it doesn't have to be as complicated as it seems, especially if you're not, um, you're not into spirituality, you know, if you're not like a, a, a spiritual person or religious person or what have you, it can be like, what, what is that? And so for me, chakras, plainly put are the seven energy centers in your body, right? We have seven energy centers in our body. It's where um, we store and hold energy. It's where energy is trapped oftentimes. Um, and our chakras govern, you know, just different areas in our life as far as physical, emotional, spiritual. And a lot of us don't even realize that we even have energy, we have aura, or we even have the chakras. And so we're oftentimes trying to figure out, well, why is this happening in, in my life? Why do I feel like this? Why is this a constant struggle for me? And oftentimes it's because that energy is trapped um, in one or more of those chakras. And it's really about just balancing the chakras. And so simply put, it's just the seven um, energy wheels that we have in our bodies, starting from the base of the spine, where our first chakra is the root chakra. And I'm sure you've probably um, had episodes or talked about this before, but starting from the base of the spine, it's the root chakra all the way to the top of the crown um, or the top of your head, which is the crown chakra. And mm -hmm. that's where we store, that's where energy is stored. Okay. I, I love your definition. Um, that was simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty simple. And um, I like that you said sometimes people don't realize why they're having um, like blockages in their life. And, you know, people just may just think they're at a stuck point. But 
if they start to learn about their chakras, they know that they have options that they can try to work their way out of these blocked places because of the chakras. Absolutely. So, you know, if people are trying to figure out how is this going to make sense with their life, because I feel like with me, I, I like to feel like, okay, what can I take out of this? Well, I think a lot of us, you know, I don't think anyone's walking a perfect plane out there. So, um, just realize like if you're feeling blocked in certain certain areas throughout your life, maybe you want to um, visit the whole chakra system and just realize what part of the chakras, you know, could use a little tender loving care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chakras, and they really do give us information um, about where we need the most um, healing or attention um, and like you said, you know, we have a certain thing that may be happening in our lives and we might not even necessarily connect it to our chakras being unbalanced, but our chakras are information. And so when they are unbalanced, it gives us more insight and information as to what we need to focus on healing or, you know, just balancing. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So today we are going to talk about the solar plexus chakra on, yes, on the previous (laughs) episode, we did talk about um, two chakras. We talked, we started at the the root chakra and then the the sacral chakra. So now we are on the third chakra and I am going to hand the floor over to you. So you can tell us like, what is the deal with the solar plexus? What color is it? What does it deal with? Everything that we need to know, like the basics of it. Gotcha. Well, solar plexus is perfect. I'm so glad when you reached out to me and asked me to, or invited me to be on the Becoming Unique podcast and to talk about the solar plexus chakra because it is all up my alley. Simply because um, the solar plexus is a fire. It's the element that it's associated with is fire, and I'm a fire sign, so it's it's perfect for me. But the solar plexus is the third chakra from the bottom up. So remember I said earlier, starting from the base of your spine is the root. So if we go two chakras up, right above the belly button is the solar plexus chakra. And the color that it's associated with is yellow. It's the color yellow. Um, And it governs our, um, physically it governs our gut health. Um, if we're feeling, you know, I don't know if, should, should I go into this? Or are you going to ask a question about like where it governs as well? Or no, you can, yeah, give us all the details. Definitely yeah. tell us. So, that. okay. So yeah, I didn't, I don't want to jump ahead of myself, Yeah, <laughs> but it definitely physically, it governs, your, you know, digestion, gut health, um, you know, whether or not, you know, you know, your appetite and things like that. So it governs that physically, um, metaphysically or spiritually, it governs um, self-empowerment, self-confidence, the place that you feel that you hold in this world, um, and really just feeling um, one with yourself and knowing that you have the power to do whatever it is that you desire to do, whatever it is that you, if you can formulate it in your mind, you can manifest it in your hands and your solar plexus chakra is responsible for that, um, for giving you that confidence and for you having that, that sense of um, belonging and, you know, just like I said, confidence and power and just self-esteem. Okay. I, I like this one. I like this one. Oh, I can't wait to get it involved. Um, 
I, I like that, you know, that it's like dealing with the gut health because I do feel like gut health has probably been an issue, <laughs> an issue for me um, throughout my life. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I'm, I, so this is good to know. So I'm already feel, I'm already like analyzing, like maybe I got some blockages in here. And then um, self-empowerment, confidence. I love that um, because we all can use just, you know, self-empowerment and confidence because sometimes I, and I definitely, I definitely feel like I'm stepping into a place of being confident, but I have to also be mindful sometimes where, you know, I may let outside forces <laughs> like steal from that a little bit sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I definitely want to be in a place where I don't allow the outside forces to sometimes, you know, you know, chip away at the empowerment and confidence. So I can't wait to learn more about the chakra because I think I will be um, working on it. So, oh, okay. So So I was just going to say that personally, I try to refrain from the word block because I don't necessarily feel like we have blockages in our chakras or in our energy I feel like we oftentimes have unbalances so we can have an overactive chakra or an underactive chakra but I don't necessarily just you know personally speaking I don't necessarily feel like like that blocked yeah I don't feel like it's ever blocked so to speak and like I said I'm not a guru I'm not you know but just you know just the information that I have because I really delved into the chakras before I started making my, my chakra soaps. And I learned so much um, just individually about the chakras. And as I was reading, just the word block didn't resonate with me. You know, I feel like that word holds such a negative connotation, so to speak. And it's, your, your block, your chakras being underactive or overactive um, is not, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It's a, you know, it's part of us. It's part of who we are in that moment. And we just have to find the balance in, in, in our chakras. So, yeah. Thank you so much for chiming in on that. I, what you just had said has so much value to it. That change of word makes so much difference. And, um, and I'm glad you dug deeper into it. I think I, and I think I was mindlessly using blocked because that's what I maybe saw throughout my travels of YouTube and Instagram. Ooh, is your chakra blocked? Yeah. Not even I used to use block too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just brought light to it. And I appreciate that because you are right. And you know, um, unbalance is a, better, is a better choice of a word. And I definitely resonate with that now that you brought light to it. Because I think I was just mindlessly using the word blocked. So um that was a very powerful um chime in. So thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, of course, of course. And it is not wrong, right? It's not wrong that yeah. blocked, but you know, just yeah. Yeah. And then also you 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 make it gentle. It's okay. You know, you said we're human and it's fine. It's okay to be unbalanced. Um, you know, no one's supposed to walk around with this perfect, you know, situation all the time. So yeah, I like that you chimed in and made that statement. It was very powerful and I appreciate it. Okay. So so we um we got all the details. Um the the solar plexa is fire, is third chakra up from the um from the bottom. It's yellow, it deals with gut health, it deals with self um empowerment, it deals with confidence. Um 
and that's pretty much the base of it, right? Yeah, you know, personal identi uh, identity, um, making decisions, you know, clarity of judgment, self-discipline, mm. all of, yeah, all of those. Okay, okay, so that's perfect. So now we know the basics. So what signs should we look for if we have an unbalanced solar plexus chakra? So if you have an unbalanced solar plexus, um, you can, unbalanced can either be overactive or underactive. And so if you have an overactive um, solar plexus chakra, you can have, excuse me, you can experience symptoms of being very um, ego forefront. So very egotistical, very aggressive, abrasive, um, very in your face when it's not necessary. Um, you know, just struggle with um, communicating in the sense that you struggle with understanding and, and empathizing with other people, um, depending on, you know, just depending on how unbalanced your shock or how overactive it is, um, you know, because it can put us in a self in a place of self-centeredness and in a place of it's all about me and what mm -hmm. I want and what I need. Um, so if you're if your solar plexus chakra is overactive, those can be some signs of that. Um, you know, not really hearing people out, just solely wanting to make decisions for yourself. Selfishness can be um, a, a trait or a symptom of an overactive solar plexus chakra. So that's overactive. Um, mm -hmm. If it's underactive, then you have you might experience, or we might experience, because we all kind of, you know, we can have imbalances at any point throughout our lives, at any point throughout the week or the day. So, okay. you know, um, so if we are having underactive symptoms of the solar plexus, uh, solar plexus being imbalanced, we can experience um, symptoms of just being shy, um, not really feeling confident in who we are, not feeling secure in who we are. Um, not fair of uh, presenting or public speaking um, can also be a symptom of an underactive solar plexus chakra. Um, putting other people's needs before yours, before your own. Mm. That's another symptom of underactive um, solar plexus. And just, you know, mm -hmm. just so, so on, on those realms. So if it's overactive, it's more um, in your face, just you know mm -hmm. just aggressive and if it's underactive it can be more you can be more timid um you get embarrassed a lot things like that oh, okay so what does like a smooth sailing balance um wheel i mean solar plexus chakra look like well you know but just kind of in between the two, right? Of underactive and overactive and really being secure in yourself, being confident in who you are, um, really having a growth mindset in the sense that you understand that you can, there are things that you can um, learn and continue growing and evolving in. Um, you know, just being, despite what anybody might think or say about who you are, being true to you, and really owning who you truly are. And I think that um, mm. having that balance comes from understanding your underactive symptoms and understanding your overactive symptoms, mm. and healing through those. And then um, eventually, you know, we get to a point of chakra balance. But 
it's not a it's not a destination right yeah having your chakras um aligned or up or balanced is not a destination like i said we could be fine our solar plexus chakra could be amazing just yesterday and today we come into an energy that might throw us off you know mm. and so just it's to me it's, it's more so important about being aware of the symptoms so that you're able to you know just kind of catch them when they come because if not then you can spiral right but so just being aware um and and noticing whether you're underactive overactive or or balanced um well, oh yeah. you said so so many key things in that and i love the last one that you said it's just being aware and i guess understanding you know what an overactive um, solar plexus looks like and what an underactive looks like and just understanding, you know, the two and owning, you know, truly who you are. So many great points made in that, but yeah, just, just being mindful. So now that we're learning now, we can understand like, hey, am I a little too much into myself today? Let me just tone it down a bit, <laughs> tone it down, um, or the, the opposite, you know, you know, why am I feeling like I can't speak and I'm just so shy? Let me just pull it up a notch. Yeah. Um, Which so, I yeah. experience that often, believe it or not. Like mm -hmm. I, I struggle, I struggle with public speaking, um, with just being angst about having this to speak. And so when I know that you know, when I start recognizing those symptoms or when my mind starts to tell me, oh my God, you're not prepared. Oh my God, you know, you you don't know what you're gonna say or, or what if you don't say this right, then I already recognize my mm -hmm. solar plexus chakra is underactive and we need to do something to figure it out. So that's why I said this was perfect because this is definitely um, the solar plexus imbalance is something that I personally, um, always not always but often uh i hate to say struggle but often deal with and so i yeah. have to always check my solar plexus like where are we at with the solar plexus today yeah yeah the awareness and the knowledge the mindfulness all yeah. of that in one package yeah um would you have a piece of advice for anyone that is dealing with unbalanced solar plexus solar plexus chakra i'm so tongue twisted right now <laughs> uh advice um i would i i can make some suggestions um definitely to you know just be aware right and it's, it's just it's so it's so simple to say just be aware but meditation and uh i know that meditation is ran down i mean everybody's talking about meditation and just all of the benefits that come with meditating and i feel like it's ran down um, rightfully so because mm -hmm. of the benefits that that it offers and so with just healing or becoming aware of any of your chakras and in in this case particularly talking about the solar plexus chakra just being aware of the symptoms so that you're able to recognize them and and um you know just do the opposite of what you're feeling in that moment. And I think that oftentimes we're not aware because we don't have the space in our brains and our minds to be aware. And that's what meditation offers for us. You know, it, it gives us uh, an opportunity to clear and, com and compartmentalize our thoughts so that we are able to hone in and tune in to um, what's really going on on the inside. And I think that when we, when we work on, um, 
becoming aware and really tuning in and really um, wanting the heat to heal and setting the intention to heal that definitely helps you know keep the solar plexus chakra and every other chakra balanced it's it's the work to keep it there you know just just the awareness and doing the things that you know you should be doing Mm. to keep it balanced you know yeah great advice great um i love it all just being aware meditation understanding that you got to do the work as well too um so yeah so now let's get into the juice juice like the juicy juicy like we gotta figure (laughs) out like we 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 know the base now we are aware we understand we want to work on it now we're going to start to take the elements of what's around us and start working on it so what are the steps to healing and unbalance um chakra we know um we just discussed some of them but what stones should we so healing stones so to the crystals so if we're talking about crystals we can it's really important to kind of tune in and really take the the color therapy um to heart and color therapy just basically meaning focus on the color of the chakra that you're trying to balance right and so it could be any of the chakras whatever color is associated with that um that particular chakra uh, focusing on those colors because color therapy is so real. Okay. Mm. Color therapy, it, it sends different signals in your brain. And so when we think about healing crystals and we think about colors, we think about tiger's eye, right? We, Cause tiger's eye has, um, kind of streaks of the yellow and gold, right? Um, we think of citrine, um, you know, just those, of course, I'm going to say quartz, because mm-hmm. quartz is a overall, you know, just a general universal stone. And so quartz is definitely one. So, you know, tiger's eye, citrine is definitely one, um, quartz. I wanted to just go back on something that I didn't plan on asking you, but you raised a very important point, which is color therapy. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. So color therapy, that's like, you know, bringing that color into your life, wearing that color. Do you want to discuss that a little bit more? Of course. Um, you know, just, it's really, really and truly when you think of color therapy, I, I don't even want it to be like, um, I try to not, I try not to overcomplicate things, especially like in, in the arena that, that we're talking, because when we have people that are listening, that want to start embarking or, you know, that are curious about exploring the chakras, spirituality, growth, and all of those things. I want to make it as simple and clear cut as possible, mm. right? And so when you think of color therapy, just think of marketing and think of, um, you know, like when you think of, when you think of UPS or USPS, what colors you think of? When you think of UPS, what color do you think of? It's the brown. Right? When you think of uh, McDonald's, what color you think of? I mean, the golden arches, but yeah. Okay, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And so that's color therapy. And color therapy is used so much in marketing because of the effect that it has on our psyche. And it's so important. So like I was saying with like the chakras, just to really hone in and to tune in with the colors that they're associated with because that color therapy helps. Like they say that, that's why when you walk into like um, nursing homes, the colors are soft. 
right? Mm -hmm. The colors are more um, universal and, and, and not very alarming and things like that because you know, with the elder, you have elderly in there, you know, you need to keep them kind of zen and calm and, you know, that kind of thing. And so it really truly does have an effect on the psyche and has an effect on just our moods, our decision making, all of it, all of it. And so in this case, with the solar plexus chakra, with it being yellow, right, with the solar plexus chakra, the, the color association being yellow, you just really want to think of like, well, if I'm trying to balance, if I'm focusing this week on balancing my solar plexus chakra, then I'm going to focus more heavily on the color yellow and the things that are associated with the color yellow, because it's so, it's such a simple thing, but most people don't understand just, just the amount of, um, weight it holds on just the decisions we make just the thoughts that we have just all of it mm, okay yeah okay that's great um and and i know i've seen a lot of content out there just basically if you want to try the color therapy just wear the color try to see how you can incorporate yellow because the color yeah. of this chakra incorporate yellow and then when you see a reflection in yourself when you look at your arm with your yellow sweater on you know you get that boost of vibrational energy um and so on so yeah. yeah so just being mindful of the coloring that you are infusing within your life thank Absolutely. you for yeah thank Absolutely. you for bringing up the color therapy of course, of course. And, and really and truly, other people might not know why you're wearing yellow, but you know why you're wearing yellow, mm -hmm. right? And as long as you know why you're wearing yellow, your brain, your your spirit, all of it is tuned in. It's the intention behind what you're doing, right? And so yeah. we're wearing yellow. My husband might not know why I'm wearing yellow. My kids might not know where, why I'm wearing yellow. My boss might not know, what, well, whoever might not know why I'm wearing yellow, but this, the intention on picking the yellow clothing or the color associated clothing, that right there in itself does wonders because mm -hmm. it's, it's that intention that you are now, you know, infiltrating in your healing. And so Ugh, I feel like intention is like a word of this podcast. I feel like every Ooh. guest always say intention, <laughs> intention. Oh my goodness. Intention so is so important. Yes. yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. So, okay. What affirmations should we use when thinking about trying to balance out the chakra? So, um, for so affirmations, I have such a, <laughs> um, just a different outlook on affirmations, right? I'm more, so I like to call them declarations. Mm -hmm. Um, be only because affirmations are um, something that you are aspiring to attain and declarations more so are the actions that you are taking in real time to do reinforce whatever intention it is that you are you know that you're working on and mm -hmm. so so declarations which declaration you can call them declarations affirmations or whatever I just think that affirmations you know you try to trick your brain into believing Mm -hmm. that this is what it is when it's not that yet and we know that it's not that yet right so declarations okay. is more so a, a more realistic personally more realistic in um getting the brain the mind to sign on to okay well I don't have it yet but we're aspiring to 
to get there. And so a declaration that I might recommend or that I might say if my solar plexus chakra is unbalanced is, um, shoot, really and truly, I can do all things. <laughs> I can do all things um, through the creator that strengthens me, right? Um, I am confident. I know that wherever, whatever door I step into, I own the room. I add value. Um, and I'm really, really prone. And I really try to push, you know, thinking of our own declarations because they have so many affirmations and declarations that are just generic and not specific to our own situations and to, mm -hmm. and to you know, what we got going on. And so really thinking about what we have going on today that we can formulate a declaration to help. So mm. in this case, you know, I'm gonna, so for me, I'm getting ready to be on the Becoming Unique podcast and I am going to kill it. Everything that I say out of my mouth is going to be divinely orchestrated. Spirit is going mm. to be with me in everything that I do, right? And that's just, you know, yes. just as an example mm -hmm. for the podcast, but, but yeah. anywhere, you know, if you're walking into an interview, if you're walking into the courtroom, if you're walking into wherever, you know, just exuding your power and owning your power and, and owning your confidence and saying, you know, well, I don't know what's about to happen in this situation, but I'm covered in all things, right? I know that, um, you know, everyone that I come in contact with is, that is a, a divine orchestration. You know, just things like that. So just speaking, um, speaking life into your own situation to me. Oh, I love it. And I love that you, um, <laughs> you did it again with me with the words, you, you, with the affirmations and declarations and <laughs> just made me think about it. You know, um, yeah. you gave me some mindfulness towards it. So thank you for that again. And yeah, like you said, we, we can find plenty of generic, um, declarations or affirmations out there but also remember to just kind of like fine tooth into what's going on in our world whether we are about to embrace and step into that we want to just have rolling in the you know in the smooth balance for the day or for the week or for whatever um so those were beautiful I loved it I loved everything you had to say about that declarations affirmations and so on <laughs> awesome awesome so I'm, I'm just here to pass on what I've learned. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Like, and um, I can't even think of the quote. I think it's a, it's a quote out there. And it's basically, you know, we're here to to give what we have. You know, that's what this this life is about is, is giving. It's that's not right. necessary. Taking it and keeping it. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So you are right in line with <laughs> with you with like with destiny and what you know the creator has had once for us he wants us to share and just like everything we have and the knowledge that we have we learned it from someone else or you know they shared the information and now we you know have it and we keep passing it along yeah and that's really all that listen it's selfish for us to have gone through the things that we have gone through experience the things that we have gone through or experienced and not share it with people that might be experiencing and going through the same thing and that can benefit it is not our story is not for us to keep mm -hmm. um it is not it's for us to you know continue passing down and i am all about learning and teaching learning yes and teaching. both learning and teaching yes 
<laughs> you know, because there's never a cap on learning. Like, you know, ever. Ever. never like to think we know it all. Like, mm -mm, nope. <laughs> See, if you so. think you know it all, then now you're on a, um, you're not on a growth mindset, right? You are, mm -hmm. you're stuck. And yeah. how do you get better? Like, there's so much more. Like, I so to everybody listening, if you think you have it all together, imagine if you were to drop that and really learn so all of what's you know still out here. The world is constantly evolving, constantly, mm -hmm. and we should be evolving with it. Exactly. Oh. So now with working on balancing these uh, unbalanced chakras, what elements would you suggest that we work with? So most certainly my favorite element of them all, um, fire. Mm. Uh, fire, because you know, now the solar plexus chakra, the solar plexus chakra, I, I get tongue-tied too, girl. So. <laughs> The solar plexus chakra is um, associated with the element fire, which again, is like my, it's just, it's my favorite element. Fire is just my favorite element. So when you're working on the solar plexus chakra, candles are bomb, like light your candles, you know, mm -hmm. like for us at Luxol, this is a shameless plug. I promise you a shameless plug. That had plug, plug. <laughs> we have um, solar plexus candles, right? And, or chakra candles where, you know, if you're working on that particular chakra in that week or that month or what have you, light that candle and 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 focus on that that fire and that burning. I don't know if, um, if you have an altar, but get fire throughout your house, get fire on your altar, you know, put candles around the place, even smoke. It doesn't even necessarily have to be fire per se, but smoke, right? Smoke is derived of fire. And so if you light incense, um, you know, you get that, that smoke, right? If you light mm -hmm. your sage or your Palo Santo, or, um, and you get that ember, you know, that, that when it's, it's burning and you can see that red and that orange kind of, mm -hmm. Right, those are all um, associated with the solar plexus chakra. And so, if you a girl that loves candles or a guy that loves candles, that's where you need to be. Or incense, or just burning, um, like I said, burning your your smudge tool, whatever you For choose sure. to to burn. It could be sage, it could be Palo Santo, it could be dragon's blood, it could be whatever whatever you choose to burn. Um, as long as there is some smoke emitting from it or some sort of fire. Okay. Um, now, when the smoke is burning, should we be like maybe saying our um, declarations or doing anything or just watching it? So that's the so that's the thing, right? I, I like to for us to do what feels right. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily like to, I don't I, I just hate that I said that. I don't <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't necessarily like to um tell people how to do what it is that they have you know that they're trying to do for them but to yeah. really tune in because my situation what I might do might not be what you might need to do you know mm -hmm. but we might be both trying to heal the solar plexus chakra but the spirit might have 
um, something different in mind for the for both of us. And so really honing in and tuning in and really asking for the guidance. So if you do like the candles, if you feel in your spirit, like you want to say some, some um, declarations or affirmations, then do that. If you want to put some um, vibrational music or, or tones on while your candles are burning, then do that. When we are working on, a, so for the tribe, for the Love Soul tribe, um, I'm, I'm really specific about pushing, making our showers intentional, right? And, and really um, manifesting in the showers because of all the, the, the benefits that water and all that good stuff has. But if we're in the shower and we're working on cleansing our solar plexus chakra, we could have our, um, our crystals at the side of our tub. We can have our candle, our solar plexus candle burning. I've done, I actually did this the other day. I turned my lights off in my bathroom and I was taking a shower and I mm -hmm. burned my candle. It was, mm -hmm. I think it was a sacral chakra that day, but I burned my candle and I didn't, I wasn't necessarily watching it, right? Mm -hmm. Watching it burn or whatever, but the intention, just in lighting the candle, getting the candle, bringing it into the bathroom, like all of these things carry a, a, a level of intention and a level of energy. And those things play a huge part in the balancing and the healing of our chakras. And so, you know, just lighting the candle and, and, and being intentional about lighting the candle. It's more, it's, mm -hmm. it's less about lighting the candle and more so about the intention during the lighting of the or or leading up to the lighting of the candle and everything you do past the lighting of the candle yes and same yeah same with sage and palo santo and 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 whatever element you know you choose to work with it's the intention leading up and then what we do after the intention oh, i love it again now i'm just gonna i want to ask about your luck soul um candles now with the chakra candles are the chakra candles in different colors or like um what makes them a chakra candle is it like in the yellow color for um for the solar plexus yeah so the chakra pillar candles are <clears throat> um each each chakra is the color of the so each candle is the color of the chakra that it's associated with so so for the solar plexus chakra um, the affirm the declaration or affirmation or, or whatever is printed on the candle will be yellow, right? And so, you know, if you oh, if wait, you know, so you have a declaration printed on the candle, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole situation. It's oh. it'll say, okay, it'll, it'll say Lux Soul Soul Bar, of course, and then it'll have it'll say solar plexus chakra, and then right underneath the solar plexus, uh, where it says solar plexus chakra, it'll have a declaration underneath it. And as you're burning it, like just getting it right, getting the candle and lighting it, that is setting that intention for whatever that declaration is, and for whatever you feel on the inside, you know, you're reinforcing that, and so. Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay, there will be an order coming in soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> now, just a little more details about the candle. Does this happen to have a scent, or is it so, scentless? So the pillar, the pillar candles are unscented, and they're unscented intentionally. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because they're for a specific purpose, and I did not want the tribe to get hung up on the scent 
mm-hmm. know, because yeah. you know, when we, especially as women, especially as women, um, we like the scent of something and we're going to keep buying it just because we love the scent of it. Right. And I want the focus to be on purchasing the pillar candle because you are working on healing or, or balancing the chakra. Now I have candles that are scented, right? But those are the scented ones, but the pillar chakra candles are specifically for setting the intention of balancing your chakras. Okay. I like that. Um, what how how big is the pillow like how many uses like well i guess it depends on how long you unburn it <laughs> so i don't know if that's an accurate <laughs> accurate question <laughs> you can use it one time if you burn for 12 hours you right <laughs> <laughs> um okay. so yeah i mean they come they burn they burn now they burn they okay burn. <laughs> and, and um is there a particular wax that it's made out of so it is just it's made out of soy wax and i've been trying to lean away from soy wax especially for us women because of soy um and just how we you know we shouldn't be ingesting the soy but right now they are um they are made out of soy wax but i i thought the soy wax was the good wax because it's not made of all of the extra chemicals and stuff so so soy wax can be good depending on your situation. Like so, like for me, right? So, um, and and some other women that might experience this. So I personally, I'm getting transparent with y'all on the becoming unique podcast. <laughs> uh, so personally, I suffer with um, or I deal with fibroids and cysts and things like that. And so whatever, um, anything that I can avoid that has soy. Mm-hmm. I need to avoid, right? So um, personally for me, I can't smell anything. I can't eat anything that has soy. And so I've really just, I've been staying away from soy. So it's soy is not a bad thing. It's not like, you know, oh my God, we can't buy this soy candle. It's definitely a healthier option than the candles that you might see in. I don't want to name drop because I'm not trying to be sued, but in other stores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know the what the, the pretty scented ones for $6.99 in our discount store. Right. Um, or the pretty scented ones for $21.99 in the yeah. mall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're, they're not made of soy. I mean, not, I mean, I haven't done too much research about candles, but I when I was, it was saying this you to buy the soy ones. So I'm happy that you do have the soy ones, but thank you for also letting me know that uh, know that soy could maybe be triggersome for some people. Um, depending so, on the situation. Yeah. Depending on the situation. Yeah. But okay, okay. I know we got um, sidetracked, but I'm happy that I learned <laughs> more about the um, the candle and uh, maybe I'm, I'm going to learn about some more of your items as well too. Yeah. Um, but so, so we got those down. Now, what should we eat? We have complete control of this. So what things should we be eating to try to work with unbalancing? Um, So I definitely recommend things like, again, color therapy associated with the color of yellow, um, more chamomile, right? So chamomile tea, um, bananas, Mm -hmm. um, things like chickpeas, you know, uh, carbohydrates, you want to kind of 
just the healthier versions of the foods that are associated with the color yellow. You might find a, a, do we have, they have yellow apples. Yeah, they have yellow apples. Yeah. Yeah, you can have a, a yellow apple. Again, it's more so about the intention than it is about the actual thing. So if you see something that's yellow and you're like, well, you know what? Chickpeas, right? They're not yellow per se, but chickpeas are great for the solar plexus chakra mm -hmm. uh, because they're in that family. And so it's, it's really do what feels right, right? Um, mm -hmm. Especially with just keep the color association in mind, but do what feels right. So like I said, chamomile, banana, chickpeas, um, squash, right? Um, just any yellow associated food, whatever feels right for you. Because of course we have like, um, you know, just, just we eat different things, different people eat different things. So you could do like yellow peppers if you don't necessarily eat squash or, mm -hmm. you know, if you don't drink chamomile tea, um, you can do dandelion tea, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, color therapy, be mindful of trying to add more yellow to your plate. And mm -hmm. as you're eating that food, then now the intention is there. So you're going to be, as you're, as you're eating, you're going to be thinking about this is going towards my um, solar plexus. So now all of this energy is being infused. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's great. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Like, so we touched base on so much. Um, I know. We touched base. Now, I have meditation here, but I feel like you touched base on it um, earlier in the um, episode. Do you want to say anything else about the meditation? Meditate. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, regarding meditation. So meditation can be a little daunting for some, especially if you are not like a um, consistent meditator. I've been meditating for three years now and sometimes meditating for me is tough. And so depending on what I have going on. And so, you know, just really taking it bite size and not trying to live up to anybody's expectation. Um, I honestly, I recommend to my tribe rec starting, if you have never meditated, if you've tried to meditate once or twice or maybe three times and it hasn't been um, you feel like you didn't do it right. I, I would start at one minute. I suggest the tribe to start at one minute meditations. And I know that it sounds so minuscule and so basic. And so like, what am I going to be able to gain or accomplish in one minute? But the thing about that is, is that when you take your time and you do what's best for you, you yield the best results for you versus you know, doing what other people tell you to do and trying to yield the results that they yield for them. That's, it's, your results might be different. And so just take it at bite size, like, you know, to do it at one minute and then gradually start um, increasing. If you see that you've got through the one minute and the one minute, you know, you good, you, you pass that, then you, you upgrade to two minutes or five minutes, but just take it at your own pace. Do not feel like you have failed because a lot of people do not continuously and they're not consistent with meditating because they feel like I can't do this shit. Am I, do we curse on, on becoming unique? Okay. <laughs> I was like, do we curse on becoming unique? But yeah, you know, so but you know what I think is when it flows, it kind of just flows. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I didn't want the girl. I was like, oh Lord, I don't even know if we should be cursing on here. But um, you know, yeah, just just focusing on what works for you 
and um, increasing and tuning in to you. You have not failed if you have not been able to be consistent or to get to five or 10 minutes. Most people start with 10 minutes of meditation and you ain't gotta do 10 minutes of meditation if you're not there. Don't let nobody fool you into believing that it has to look a certain way because um, it doesn't. And so definitely re recommend meditation for the healing of the solar plexus chakra. And um, yeah. yeah, what I enjoy is guided meditation for me personally, um, because sometimes, you know, for me, guided meditation it helps keep my mind <laughs> from really, really going wondering. Yeah. And then um, so I think sometimes people you have to find out what works for you, just as mm -hmm. you've been saying throughout the whole podcast, you have to find out what's going to be best for you. But um, just to know that that's also an option Absolutely. and you know, with guided meditation. Yeah. And when, when back when I could take yoga classes in person, I remember things that a lot of yoga teachers would always say is honor where you are at. Absolutely. I know where you are at. I, I'm assuming they would always like chime in on that, that when they would see people pushing themselves further, yeah. trying to do what mm -hmm. the Joneses are doing. I mean, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be looking across the classroom because when you're in yoga, it's really, you know, an individual practice and you can't right. be looking to see what your neighbor's doing, right. but the teacher can see the floor. And that's the same thing, like what you've been saying throughout this show, like just honor where you're at. And like, just because you do whatever you do when you're burning candles or whatever you're doing, you, you need to figure out what's going to work best for you. Where is your energy space and your intuition going towards? We don't have to mirror someone else. We just have to honor where we're at with it. Honor where we are. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, do you have any other piece of advice that I didn't ask about on the podcast? So you brought up yoga and that was definitely something that I wanted to, because I, girl, I had to phone a friend this morning because oh. <laughs> I was like, I am not the yoga um, instructor. I'm the soap girl. I can make you some energy cleansing so I could do all that. Right. But yoga is not me, but I have a great friend um, who is a yoga instructor and I, I had to phone a friend and I was like, so you know, what, what yoga poses would you recommend for the balancing of the, the solar plexus, plexus chakra? And so if you are into yoga, um, if yoga is something that you've been wanting to embark on and kind of really try out some of the poses to kind of try to incorporate in your flow is um, maybe some bow poses or some boat poses mm -hmm. or even um the plank a plank pose mm -hmm. is is definitely beneficial in, um, in working in, towards in this balancing yeah yeah, yeah it, honestly that's the way I really really felt that about chakras is through a yoga class mm -hmm. and um I, of course I think I may have heard through chakras throughout my life but it definitely was nothing that resonated not not like I was avoiding it, but maybe I heard the word here and there, but I wasn't in that community to really hear it. But then they, my gym was offering a chakra yoga class and it was like a, like a two hour yoga class. And the person that led the yoga class um, was going through all of the chakras. And then, you know, she would talk through it like, okay, now we're going to hit the heart chakra and mm -hmm. do all these heart opening poses. And as she was going from, I guess, bottom to top or however she was doing it. I mean, I wish I wanted to take a, a class like that again. So now that I'm all aware of this stuff, I can really analyze it. It was mm -hmm. completely like 
I was clueless to it at that time. Yeah. And I remember my neighbor next to me, like she was like in tears, like, you know, when it, it got to, let's say the heart chakra, her, the tears, I could just like, mm. you know, not even like I was looking at her, but I got her energy. And then when I glanced over, it was like her mat was just full of tears because mm. she was just going through the emotions. I was like, wow, this is powerful. Mm-hmm. And then when they got to the throat chakra, it was like every pose in the throat chakra, I couldn't get. I was blocked. Well, we don't want to say blocked, probably unbalanced. Mm-hmm. But, um, and so then that instantly said, oh my goodness, now wonder like, and it was like poses where other people would sim- would be able to get into easy. And I mm-hmm. felt like, why can't I get into these poses? They seem pretty, mm-hmm. you know, other mm-hmm. people are getting into it so easy because in this, so at that time I self-diagnosed myself with, um, having some issues within the throat chakra and then that's when the door kind of like opened up for me with just now being aware of the chakras and these energy centers and so on of course I'm still learning this was like two years ago um and that's why I'm (laughs) I'm here talking to you and I you definitely schooled me on a lot of information so yeah the yoga poses I definitely think because I experienced it myself Mm -hmm. um you can always Google and look up YouTube and find videos. It's exactly. definitely, yeah, powerful um, towards these, um, towards working with the, the chakras. And yeah. then the woman next to me crying, and she probably, crying is healthy. And she probably needed to get that out, needed to release that, um, all of that energy that was maybe cooped up inside of her and so on. I love that you said that because crying is most certainly healthy and crying is a release of energy and just as um african-american women um and and just as a people and and just in general right like we have been taught to be so strong and to not show emotion and emotion is a symbol or, or or symptom of weakness and that is so, it's just so misinforming and so misleading because when you cry, it's literally a release of energy. That is mm-hmm. all your body is doing. Your body is releasing that energy. It's releasing, it's responding to the feelings that that came from your mind space, right? And so it, it sometimes it's too much to, to keep in. And so releasing that energy is so important. I cry and I don't, I don't cry, you know, because I'm sad or what have you. Sometimes it is because I might be sad or in a mood, but I cry when I feel like I need to cry because mm-hmm. I realize and I understand that that is a release of energy. That's why we feel oftentimes when we cry, sometimes we come out feeling so much better, like just so much lighter and a little bit more clear in certain situations because we have released that energy. So I just, I love that you said um, that it was a release of energy, just her crying and not a sign of weakness or, you know, just mm-hmm. whatever we've been taught to believe that crying is. Yeah. Um, and I thank you for, um, bringing a point to that because I definitely feel like that, especially <laughs> in the African-American household sometimes. Why are you crying? Like, stop it. Like, right. <laughs> it happens a lot. And then you get trained to like, not cry because it's like what you crying for absolutely (laughs) you you want me to give you something to cry for what you cry for yeah 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 then you got suck it up suck it up right (laughs) 
<laughs> and so we grow up with that, right? Like we become adults, we blink and then we become adults. And it's like, well, we can't be crying because we got to show face. We got to make sure that we are, you know, showing that we're good. And we teach our children that, you know, just having those, you know, being strong and putting up that, that, that facade is the thing to do when it's actually not feel your feelings, feel your emotions. The key is to be able to govern your emotions and to govern your feelings and to control them and not allow them to control you. But the crying piece of it, they ain't got nothing to do with that. Right. Like that, that's something completely different. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me cry and then let me deal with my, and, and then I'll, you know, deal with my emotions. But if, for some reason, people think that it goes hand in hand. Like if I'm crying, I'm not dealing with my emotions. If I'm crying, I am dealing with my emotions. Exactly. Please let me do that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, so the moral of the story is crying is okay. Cry, girl. Crying Cry, is girl. release it. Cry. <laughs> um, it's okay. Yeah. This is amazing. And you are the chakra girl because you have a whole, like, you know, e-commerce on shop or on chakra stuff so kind of like tell us about the stuff like we talked about you have the um the candles that i definitely need to get to your website and check out these candles what else do you um sell going towards the chakra healing so you know that lux so so lux soul is energy centered right so energy center we focus heavily on energy and cleansing the energy cleansing the energy on our bodies which most of us are not very familiar with the concept of cleansing the energy on our bodies we're more so you know what has been pushed um just in the past in the past few recent years have been like saging and smudging and cleansing the energy in the space um and like i was mentioning to you you know just a few years ago i felt like i needed to to cleanse and to do a bath. And I realized that most people, a lot of people don't take baths. Cause when we started Luxo Luxo, we used we started with energy cleansing bath bombs. And um, we are bringing the bath bombs back, but we started there and we realized that, wow, not many people are even um, cognizant of just the, the concept of cleansing the energy that are that's on our bodies and mm-hmm. so and and even outside of cleansing the energy that's on our bodies a lot of people weren't taking baths and and mm-hmm. still aren't taking baths you know and so we came up we decided you know what until we you know people become more familiar with the concept of look so let's go ahead and start incorporating soaps because everybody take well hopefully everybody takes showers right <laughs> <laughs> you know hopefully everybody takes showers and so um we really wanted it to we want it um to become a lifestyle you know just mm-hmm. not sh- I like to say and this is not you know of course it's not to offend anyone I like to say that showering with regular soap is ghetto like we should be showering with um soap that is not only nourishing our skin and our body but healing our aura and our energy as well and Mm -hmm. so um so we come out with collections um every month or so right and so when we first started um like I said we started with the bath bombs and then we migrated to soaps and then I was like well we are energy centered and we do focus on energy and the chakras are all about energy. Like, what are we doing? Why don't we have a chakra uh, collection? And mm-hmm. so that's really, honestly unique. That's when I started 
learning so much more about the chakras because of course I had to do my homework before I started making soap right because I had to really understand the energy of the chakras and understand what all um what all the chakras govern so that I could know what to make my soaps with right Mm -hmm. so that's when I really started to gain a lot of the knowledge and like I said I'm not a guru I'm really just sharing what I've learned and um incorporating the chakra soaps have really has really really taught me so much um in the chakras but we have all kinds of energy cleansing soaps and supplies on our website um we have candles we have we're coming out with a um energy sanitizer which is a a play on hand sanitizer, um, smudge spray kind of thing. So you can use it on your hands because what we don't realize is that when we go outside, literally when we go outside, we're picking up energy. We touch the doorknobs, we touch the car door, we touch the keys, we're touching this, we're touching that. And we don't know who or what energy has touched that knob, that door Mm -hmm. handle before we did, right? And so- um, the energy sanitizers are going to be just things that we can just pop in our purses or in our pockets or, you know, our man bags or whatever we have and, mm-hmm. and just kind of keep sanitized, especially in this day and age with everything going on with the pandemic and COVID and, you know, just bacteria, all of the stuff. Um, we're not just picking up bacteria out there. We're picking up energy as well. So we have the ener- the, the energy sanitizer coming out. We have the energy detox um, shower gel, soaps, we have sage oil, candles. Um, I think we still have incense of soap holders, a bunch of stuff, girl. Just a bunch oh, okay. <laughs> now the the energy clearing chakra soaps, I'm assuming that they're all in color therapy for each chakra. Is there anything else about the soaps we should know? Like, do they have a scent or like um, there's an extra like ingredient, like it's sage. I'm just making this up. There's sage in the middle of the soap. I don't know. <laughs> like, is there something um, else about the soap we should know about? Um, so I love that you asked that. Thank you so much for asking that because a lot of people don't fully understand um, the concepts of the soaps and it, we do we spend a lot of time trying to explain that and so I appreciate you asking that and allowing me to expound on that a little bit more um, so each soap is made um, intentionally and with purpose right and so uh, yeah the color the soaps are definitely color therapy girl they are color therapy out so from the root chakra to the crown you know it's the exact color of the chakra that you're dealing with um, and we have a chakra soap set that is a great way to kind of just try all of the bars out to then figure out, you know, which one is your, maybe your favorite versus, you know, scent or what have you. They all have different scents um, and they all have all natural different ingredients. So they all offer um, a different component, right? So like, so the root chakra soap, for example, is made with oregano um, versus our, uh, let me pick any other one, the heart chakra um, is made with sage and bay leaf. So all of our chakra soap bars are made with sage. So you were just kind of throwing that out there, but it's absolutely. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> all of our soap bar, uh, especially our chakra soap bars are made with sage. And um, a large portion of our soap bars are made with sage. We do have some that are for, for like your face and things like that, that 
we are minimal on the stage, but most, if not all of our soap bars are made with sage oil, the same sage that you would use to burn. Um, we have a smudge soap that's coming out that has Palo Santo and sage in it. Um, but going back to the chakra soaps, they all have um, individual ingredients associated with that particular chakra and they all have their, their own different scent. So the oh, chakra okay. soap set is a great way to just, you know, test them all out and see which one is your fave, which one you gravitate to the most. Our tribe is loving the chakra soap set. Yeah. It, and it's just like whatever energy you're feeling for that day, be like, ooh, I think I need to work on this throat chakra. Let me take a shower with this blue soap. Girl, <laughs> I, I, have, I currently have six bars in my soap holder right now that I'm using <laughs> simultaneously. Like, I promise you. And mm -hmm. some are chakra soaps and some are like our, under, our other energy cleansing soaps. But just we're more focused on like whatever you gravitate to tune in and really listen to like what you're feeling on that day on yeah that, in that moment that night you know what whenever it is that you're about to take your shower just really go into it with intention and really listen to yourself yeah like like things like this like today's episode is like you just gave us a baseline but you have to always go back to your intuition and your energy flow that's mm -hmm. gonna you know, trump, you know, anything like with the crystals, you know, you may be like in your mind going to the store and say, I need to find tiger's eye, I need to find tiger's eyes, but you're not resonating with tiger's eye. You don't get tiger's eye then. You get what you're resonating with. That's so we have to be mindful of that. And that's with most things in life. Sometimes, you know, everyone could be saying, do this, do that, but your soul and your heart is resonating with something else. That's the end. That's the end. So, okay, we had an amazing conversation. Oh my goodness, so much information, so informative, and I thank you for all of it. So happy to be here. Yes, I'm so happy to have you. But I have to ask you this because I ask everyone this, what does becoming unique mean to you? I love this question. I love all the questions, but I love this <laughs> thank question. You. Um, becoming unique means... To me, becoming unique means dropping the facade. Becoming mm. unique means tuning in to who you truly are outside of the experiences um, that you have gone through. Because oftentimes we blink and we become adults and we don't even necessarily realize like how we got this way. Um, and it's because... It's, heavily due to our experiences and the things that we've seen and gone through in our lives. And I think becoming unique is um, just really dropping the facade, dropping the fake confidence, really saying, this is me. This is who I am. Um, and we can all be, we're all unique in our own way, right? We all have something different to offer and bring to the table. And I think when we keep that facade up, when we keep that, that, um, that fake confidence or whatever it is that you're hiding, just not to, not to show your true self or not to show what you truly, um, what you've been through or what you have to offer, it does a disservice to, um, every everyone else around you and to you so I feel like becoming unique is just us really honing in to who we truly are dropping the facade and saying this is who I am in all of my glory and all of my 
um, imperfections. This is me. And the people that gravitate to me are my tribe. The people that love and accept me are my tribe. And everyone else, let them do them. Yeah. And you continue being unique and you continue being you and continue offering, you know, what we have to offer to the world because your tribe will align with you regardless of exactly. whatever. Yeah. I love it. I, I love that you said tuning into who you are and dropping the facade because also we're, we're, we're a product of our environment a lot of times. Yeah. Um, so sometimes we just we're going with the flow of what's going on around us but take a moment and just like really listen to who are you you know everything else may be going on around you and everyone's doing this or saying this and you think you're supposed to be there but when you tune into who you are like you said you know it's magical it really is magical and you don't have to look like everyone else it's okay to be your own self um so yeah, you you hit it right on the nose. Too and healing the chakras, healing the chakras are part of that, a part of becoming unique, right? Yeah. Once you really get to dive into and really understand who you are at the core, then you're able to, um, you know, what the energy that you give out is different and the things that you do, just the way you govern your own life and things are different. So just becoming unique is really doing the healing work and yeah. Yes, I love that you said that healing because like I said at the beginning of this season, I said I feel this season is all about healing. It's a healing season. Um, so yes, thank you. Thank you. Now you're gonna have to tell everybody like how can they connect with you? Well, come on over to Love Soul Soul Bar, y'all, because we are, you can definitely find us at on Instagram at Love Soul Soul Bar, on Facebook at Love Soul Soul Bar. Um, you can definitely connect. I love to connect. We have just, I know this is probably going to sound so just basic, but we just hit 300 tribe members on Love So So Bar. And I'm really yes. excited about that because really it's it's the quality versus the quantity. I know that's such a cliche term, but for me, it really is the quality of the tribe and the people that are connected to Love So versus the quantity of it. And so really excited about that. So come on over to the tribe, you know, follow us and, and keep up with what we have going on. We are We provide energy cleansing soaps and supplies and we are just a bunch of good energy. Like when we come over, when you come over to Love Soul, I don't want you to come over just with the idea of purchasing energy cleansing soaps and supplies. There's so much, so much more on Love Soul to offer. So we have like declarations, affirmations, journal prompts. We have motivational prayers, cleansing chants things that you can come on to the page and, and leave with more than what you came from. So connect with us on Instagram. We are primarily on Instagram. Our Facebook page right now is a little dry. Give us a minute. We <laughs> so <laughs> is mine. It's like almost non-existing. But yeah. Girl. Look, <laughs> I don't even know how to post. I'm like, what should I do? I don't even know what to do. It's like, but I, so my energy leads me towards Instagram, but yeah. <laughs> you, Instagram has really become home for us. It's where we started out. Um, and so it has really been just, it's been home for us. And so we decided this year, we decided that we was going to branch out into Facebook because Facebook, you know, Facebook has um, their own dynamic of people. And we we want to make sure that Luxo is able to spread across to, to 
to everyone or most people right but we just have not been able to I don't know maybe because we've been so focused on the launches and everything um, Mm -hmm. that our Facebook page is a little dry but stick with us still follow the page um, because it will be I'm trying to get someone in there to manage that uh, mm-hmm. to manage the page but definitely follow us on luxoso bar at all on all platforms really we only on facebook and instagram so that's the only place you can find us um but definitely check out our website at www.luxosobar.com all of the information is in our bio on instagram and mm-hmm. shoot even if you don't want to buy any soap any energy cleansing soaps and supplies just come over just for the growth, the love, the energy, and all that goes on over at Luxo. Yeah, exactly. And all of the information will be in the details of this podcast. Oh my goodness. You are amazing. You are amazing. That's you. That's you, girl. <laughs> We mirror each other. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Yes. Oh my goodness. This is so good. Thank you, Treviana. You were amazing. I am so grateful that you were able to grace to become a unique podcast. Ah, oh, thank you. This past week um was Women's International Women's Day. And on Instagram, I gave a shout out to all 25 of the amazing women that have graced to become a unique podcast over the past nine months. And I I am just so grateful, so thankful, so honored that all of these women, you know, made time to come onto the Become a Unique um, platform. And it's just, I'm just like, I'm so grateful. Like, Every single one of my guests have been amazing. Like, you know, everyone is just so special in their own way. And I'm just so grateful for it. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of the Becoming Unique um, guests. I am grateful for you guys. But I wanted to end today's show off with some affirmations or declarations (laughs) along with a breathing exercise. We did this this exercise in my yoga school. I'm still in yoga school. And I was like, oh, wow, I like this. So basically, we are going to, um, in a moment, we're going to close our eyes and then we're going to inhale in the words I am, and then we're going to exhale out the words that we want to say. So let's get started. Get into a comfortable seat. Close your eyes. Be present within your body. And get ready to breathe and speak at the same time. Inhale in. I am, and exhale out the embodiment of inner peace and confidence. Inhale in, I am, exhale out, worthy of love, kindness, and respect. Inhale in, I am, exhale out, manifesting easily and gracefully. 
This is just another tool to use when you're speaking your affirmations or declarations, you know, and using your breathing at the same time. Inhale in the words I am. Exhale out the words that you desire. (sighs) Thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up for becoming unique today. I appreciate every single listener that is listening to this podcast right now. And I will see you guys again next week on Sunday. Every Sunday, new episode, Becoming Unique. Have a good week. Bye.